Welcome to Mission to Inspire, where we share life experiences in our careers, personal lives, society, culture, religion, finance, family, and much more. Meet your host, Shola Ajabadi, as she takes you on a ride to fuel your inspiration. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mission to Inspire. My name is Shola, as you know, and we've got a wonderful guest here with us today. Our name is Teresa Rose. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Shola. How are you? I'm good. And you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, you look wonderful anyway. And you look like you're in the sunshine. So the background of your room. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, you got to bring the sunshine wherever you go, even that on podcast true. interviews, right? That is true. That is very true. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, my so, pleasure. It's an honor to be here. <laughs> Teresa, um, she is actually a crystallizer. I'm sure most of you don't know what that means. Well, she's going to tell us what that means today. <laughs> she's a brand and business crystallizer. She's a strategic co-creator. And she's a certified speaking professional who works with experts and your businesses to create one of a kind visual brand. Yeah. And... Yeah that brand they can draw it on a cocktail napkin well you're gonna tell us what that means <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah so Teresa before we uh dive straight into the interview questions I'm just gonna ask you a few questions about yourself is that this or that question and we just want to know you a little bit better sure so I don't know but this is something that we've come together to Put to, well, we put it together about you. So you're going to tell us whether this is you or not. So the first okay. question, TED Talk or podcast interview? So what? So am I answering which one do I like the most? Yes, uh, which, which one do you like the most? Which is oh, most interesting for you? What do you do? That's so hard to say, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say the TEDx talk that I did uh, is going to be, is going to be this. Ah, yeah, it was a big day. I mean, when you stand on that, that red dot, that's a big deal. Ooh. You know, it was a culmination of, of, a of a lot of dreams to reality. And, uh, and I'm incredibly proud, uh, proud of that moment. Oh, that is good to know. Well, I'm a little bit disappointed. I thought you were going to choose podcasting. Oh, well, I love it. I mean, it's like when you're a parent, though, you know, you don't want to say which child you love the most, you know, so this or that already feels a little limiting for me. But I love podcasts, too, just as much, just as much. <laughs> I'm just, just different. I'm just joking there. So um, which would you do the most attending live keynotes or watching TED Talk online? Well, I, well, I, know am, you do both, so. I do. I do. I, you know what, if you asked me that Shola five years ago, I would have said, I would have loved to be on stage in front of people. Uh, you know, the stage is my natural habitat. So I love being on uh, doing live keynotes. And I got to say now after the pandemic and after really learning how to utilize this, mm -hmm. this rectangle of power uh, called the zoom room, mm -hmm. uh, I really prefer doing virtuals. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Staying, you know, it's staying home, staying, staying home and staying close to, uh, close to my stuff is always kind of nice for me. So (laughs) I get you. I get you. That's true. Same for me here, but then I have to go out when you have to, but yeah. Yeah. Well, when you got to go, you got to go. And, and, and I love being on stage. I love doing uh, presentations and keynotes and I really love it when I can do it without shoes on and without carry on and without checking in luggage. All those things are all good things. Yes. Next one, um, reading or attending workshop. I know what the answer is going to be now. <laughs> well, you know, actually with, yeah, I, I would say it's probably reading, you know, I have a big personality and, uh, and it's very, uh, I'm very, uh, enthusiastic and I'm very extroverted on occasion. And then when I'm not, I'm really not. And so I find that as honestly, as I get older and wiser, uh, I really value my time tremendously. And so I kind of like being able to do things at my own pace and workshops tend to be something that you're sort of like, okay, what's it going to be like? How long is it going to take? How, what's the group like? And, and just, for me, I kind of am a solo, you know, lone wolf kind of person who is from a, from a professional development standpoint, I like to take it in at my own pace. Right. Okay. That's good to know. I see you as an, um, as an extrovert, to be honest. Oh, I am. I am. I mean, I won most enthusiastic in second grade and, and I was, you know, most valuable cheerleader in eighth grade, like, and, and I was in theater. And so I have, a you know, I have again, big personality and, because I have it, my energy is naturally uh, just bubbly, you know, that's kind of who I am is I find that those bubbles when they wear out, when they're done, like when you open a can of pop, I'm from the Midwest, so I call it pop. Uh, when you open up the can of pop and you let, you know, it's bubbles, 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 and then, you know, an hour later, it's kind of flat. That's sort of me, you know, I bubble hard and then I'm, then I'm ready to go in and just kind of be by myself a little bit for a while. Re- regenerate my energy, regenerate my energy. Yes, sure, sure. Thank you for that. So um, which one would you choose? One-on-one coaching or group coaching? A hundred percent one-on-one coaching, hundred uh, percent. It, it, as far as the crystallization work that I do, I have done both. And I vastly prefer one-on-one coaching, working with my clients. I find that uh, I, the work that I do in particular with being a crystallizer takes time. It takes uh, really diving into the person's experience and what they want to do and how they've shown up and finding out what their dreams are and learning about them more. And so I like that, that deep dive with one person uh, as opposed to doing group work. Okay. So we kind of know which you prefer. Lastly, (laughs) Teresa Rose as a keynote speaker Uh or Teresa Rose as a corporate trainer. Oof. Well, I'm going to definitely say keynote speaker. Uh, I've as a corporate trainer, it depends really on the, on the material. It depends on the material. If it was material that I have done in the past as a corporate Mm -hmm. trainer, which was things like business grammar and punctuation made easy, Mm -hmm. uh, or, uh, you know, supervision 101 things that I just, I could teach, but I 
don't really feel a lot of passion around, uh, corporate training can be just a nightmare. Uh, and if it's corporate training where we're talking about brand crystallization or, you know, you know, employee, uh, uh, you know, personal branding and how they can be more successful, then I'd love to do that. Uh, keynoting for me is uh, very much an extension of the theater uh, part of me. You know, I've always been in theater. I've always been the performer. Uh, and I really love that. I love to be on stage. You know, the stage is my natural habitat. So the bigger the stage, the better, baby. You know, I, I really love to... Um, you know, I can get butterflies with big stages, but, uh, but mostly I just absolutely eat it up. Wow. So we kind of know, you now. we kind of know, yeah. you now. we know which one you prefer this or that. Let's uh -huh. go straight into the interview questions. So yeah. who is Teresa Rose? I know you're a big personality. I know you do take TED talk, um, or you're a public speaker, you're a coach, you have right. a brand that helps other brands yep. Yep. <laughs> to develop and all of that. But who are you? Oof. Who am I? Well, I am a woman who has uh, been in the sales and marketing world since childhood. Uh, my mother was a uh, direct sales leader uh, 30 some years ago, 40 some years ago now. Uh, and I grew up around kitchen tables in the Midwest, uh, learning about the, um, you know, the art and science of sales and leadership through my mother. Uh, I got a, a level of education about the human condition, about persuasion, about uh, business management, about uh, mindset, positive mindset, entrepreneurialism as a child. And so who am I? I am that little girl grown up. I'm the little girl grown up who got a chance to see the power of when you own your own business and you are uh, responsible for creating something amazing uh, for your brand. And, uh, and I live by that every day. So I, you know, one, like my mother was really such a core part of who I am. And uh, she, she exposed me very early on to uh, the teachings of Napoleon Hill, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, uh, Dale Carnegie, all, you know, all sorts of uh, really amazing thought leaders that I uh, took that information in. And when you take that kind of information in as a child, mm -hmm. in, in, in a real significant way, it colors you, it makes you who you are. So I am fundamentally an optimistic, uh, driving, positive uh, person who really leans into the power of our own mind, the power of our belief system uh, to accomplish great things. So that's who I am. Wow. So that meant that you always had that um, business mindset since you were little. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, I was uh, my mother at five years of age. I was my mom's assistant in, and, you know, I was chief washcloth runner and product fulfillment officer and, uh, you know, travel companion. And so I watched really literally, I watched sales and recruiting and management f close up uh, and saw it every single day about what it takes to run a successful business on your own. And, uh, and I really love that education uh, that I got because it, it informed who I am now, uh, you know, to a very significant degree. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know, there's something to be said of when, when you've been, when you grow up in uh, riding shotgun in a pink Cadillac, Mm -hmm. you get a level of uh, character building that nothing else will. Right. I mean, I had a mom that had, uh, you know, she had diamonds that she won and fur coats and, and uh, you know, would always never leave the house without her face on. She used to call her morning uh, routine in her, in the bathroom mirror, creating her miracle. And uh, so I had just so many uh, parts of my childhood that informed who I became as far as just, you know, beating your own drum and being who you want to be. Like, I was just going to say, be what you want to be. My, my mom had given me a stuffed animal when I was young, that was from the company that she, uh, that she worked with. And it was called Ms. Bear and Ms. Bear had a little business suit on and you could pull the string and she'd say things to you. Right. So you'd pull the string and she'd go, be what you want to be. You pull it, you can go to the top and then she'd pull it again. You're perfect. Just perfect. So if you can imagine a little girl learning, be what you want to be, you can go to the top. You're perfect. Just perfect. That's the kind of messaging that I got. I know we're all talking about Barbie, but I I tell you, I learned through Ms. Bear (laughs) and I'll stick with Ms. Bear as well. You know, she was a good teacher too. That is so interesting. (laughs) That is so interesting. So if we want to contact you, how can we contact you? Well, go to there's a rose.com. I accidentally have the best URL on the planet. I think it's Teresa rose.com, but it looks like there's a rose. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Good to know. So what is business crystallizer? Yeah. So crystallization of your brand and business is really about taking all the noise, all the words, all of the, you know, the, the heaviness of one's brand and business and distilling it down to its essence. That's something you can draw on a cocktail napkin. Uh, I find in the course of my personal experience of being a thought leader, as well as being a former head of thought leadership for a global network uh, of thought leaders and executives that, uh, regardless of even just thought leadership, really any business that struggles, what I noticed the number one thing that they struggle with is lack of clarity. That lack of clarity about who they are, what makes them different, what really truly makes them a differentiating factor uh, from everyone else eludes them. They can't see it. And so they add more words, more words, more words, more words, and more strategies and more different things that they're chasing after. And that allows for misaligned strategies. And then that really doesn't give them the power they need, the crystallized power that they need to be able to convert and, and create sales around it. So crystallization is where I I look at brands and businesses. I don't I don't have them tell me who they are. I I seek out who they are based on content they've already developed. And it's almost like I'm a, a brand and business CSI expert. You know, I find their brilliance that they can't see and uh, and go through a process of distilling it down to its essence, designing a one of a kind model around it, and then co-creating it with them in a, a concentrated mastermind of two. So crystallization is taking all the brilliance that you have everywhere and being able to bring it down, 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 down to its very essence into a matter of words, like three to seven words maximum with an with a compelling intuitive drawing that reflects that value right okay oh that is interesting yeah to say that is like oh forgot i forgot now you know when you see 
Nike. 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 Just do it. Just do it. So Those are only three words too. Those are, only Those are the three words. right words. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's, it's something like that, isn't it? So you. It's kind of like that, although it's a little different. Just do it is a brilliant uh, uh, tagline, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a it's a call to action that's based in it, and I, I love it. And yeah. what I do is a little different. It's not taglines. What I do okay. is design visual models of people's expertise or the the one of a kind differentiating factor. For example, like for me, my crystallized brilliance is clarify, amplify, monetize. You start with clarify in your heart. What makes you different than everybody else? What was the reason why you shine? And yeah. then when you can actually identify that, then you amplify that out to the uh, world in all of the ways that they take us in, all in a very consistent and, and uh, uh, general way that all based on that. And then you can monetize. So my brilliance is clarify, amplify, monetize, three words that represents what I do for brands and businesses. Wow. 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 So then how can we crystallize our brilliance and achieve that success? Well, it's first and foremost, I, I need to uh, put the caveat that it's very difficult to see your own brilliance. That's why it's hard to crystallize. I, my clients are some of the most talented, experienced, educated, driven, passionate, value, you know, soaked people that I've ever met. And they cannot see it because of, I personally believe it's how we're designed, literally designed as human beings. I believe that we can't see our own brilliance clearly like you you've never seen your your body for example in 3d in 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 the 360 version right you've seen reflections of your body or you look down and you see one version of your body right you don't see you in its totality and until another person can look right so that's what i do with branded business crystallization is you really need to have i believe uh, someone who's a strategic co-creator to help you get there, whether that's somebody that you hire professionally or you have a mastermind uh, group of colleagues that you know know your business, know yeah. you will give the keep the time, give you the time needed to be able to do it. It's a very selfless act to look at someone else's brilliance. It's, it's it's we're not used to it. We're so used to selling our own stuff. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. our root, uh, what our recipe is or our methodology, and this is how we're going to do it. The whole act of crystallization is really about being fully present with someone else and reading, listening, watching, and interacting with their content in such a way that you're really looking for what lights them up so that when you find out what lights them up, and what is also strategically marketable, you be able to distill that down. There's a level of, uh, of, of presence and mindfulness and uh, really love that comes from someone being able to see you really. Right. Right. Oh, okay. Then so there's this very burning question in my heart that I wanted <laughs> to ask, which is um, so how then, I mean, what are the, so what, is that unique quality and strength, yeah? That you, mm -hmm. Teresa yeah. Rose, bring yeah. people's businesses and yeah. that sets you apart from others. Because I've gone through your profile, you know, I've listened to some of your talks and you're quite yeah. unique in your own way. 
Thank you. Well, so is everybody, Shola. Yeah. So is everybody. For but I'm just good at, a, at 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 actually crystallizing it, not just thinking, oh, I'm different than everyone else, or I feel or I have these different kinds of you know skills and talents. My goal is always to actually clarify it down to its to its essence and words, right? So I look at my background. Yeah. I have the Cadillac, right? I have the pink Cadillac that I grew up with, which is in my bones, and I know that that. Uh, that hustle factor of entrepreneurialism. I understand sales on a very deep level and how, it, and, and really what makes people successful salespeople. I also have a corporate background where I ran, you know, hundred million dollars of annual revenue for a fortune 100 company. So I have a business background with that. I have consulting so I can see, I can see uh, organizations and uh, practices like puzzles and the people and their brilliance are all like puzzle pieces that we put together. I also have a stand-up comedy background, which, help, which helps me to, uh, you know, cr help them create better speeches once they do know who they are and how they shine. You know, I have community building background. So there's lots of pieces of my life uh, that I lean into uh, that have helped me. I mean, being being a McDonald's drive through person for my first, you know, paid a non-paid job from mom, a different job, you know, when I was 14 years old, when I worked at McDonald's, right, taught me things about uh, customer service and about, you know, really being organized, having your space organized. There's lots of things that I've learned. And I think if people can start looking at their whole lives, here's where Shola, I believe a lot of people get stuck. Is not just they can't see their brilliance because of the how we're designed, right? We can't see the inside, we can't see the label from the inside of the bottle, but they also think about only what's going on now, right? They only think, oh, well, I'm trying this coaching program and it's not working, or I want to build this kind of agency right now, but they're not looking at all the things that they've done in their lives that have informed them and taught them and been, been a part of who they've become, right? And just because you're not doing it now doesn't mean it's, it's not brilliance that should be brought into the present moment and into your brain. Sometimes when I crystallize people, I will look back at content from 20 years before, as long as it's still something that they love and that is relevant to them and that they are proud of and they want to maybe do more of. I want to see it. So it's not just that we look at only what's happening today. Really start to look at your brilliance as a lifetime of library material you can pull out and use as you crystallize your brand. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for, for giving us that information and for clarifying, to be honest. Thank yeah. you. So <laughs> That's my jam. That's my jam. Clarify, amplify, monetize. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you then communicate your brand message and value uh, proposition to attract and retain clients? Because I know you do. Mm -hmm. How do I do it? How well, do I... So here's how I do it. I do my own system, right? So clarify, amplify, monetize. If I know who I am now, I am crystal clear about who I am. I deliver clarity on a cocktail napkin 
right? That's what I do. So now to build my business, I'm going to focus on first amplify. So how are the four ways people take in my brilliance? They read me, listen to me, watch me and interact with me. That's it. Just like all of us, they do those four things. So I make sure Shola that everything that people read of mine, whether it's my books, like I'm working on my new book, Crystallize Your Brilliance, whether it's an article or blog post or a featured article, like I was in Forbes.com, you know, a little while ago about how to attract high paying clients. Everywhere you read Teresa Rose, you're going to read an inspiring version of the very same thing about the power of clarity, the power of crystallization. How do we see ourselves and send ourselves out into the world? How do they listen to me? For example, this podcast, right? There's always opportunities for me to share that essentially that same message. And they watch me on videos that I do and you know, courses that I offer. Like I'm going to offer your listeners to have my video course at the end of this uh, program. And they interact with me when I'm on stages, when I'm on, uh, in, on panels, when I'm at the airport, when I'm at happy hour, all the places that I show up everywhere all the time, I'm basically sharing me and my brilliance, right? My crystallized brilliance of clarify, amplify, monetize. So how do I attract and retain clients? Mm -hmm. I am crystal clear all the time, every second about who I am and how I serve and what I do to such a degree that I can draw it on a cocktail napkin. And that monetization then is magnetized to me because the audience knows, A, they know what I do. Yes. B, they, uh, they already get then okay, I understand what she does. And I understand that it fills a pain point, which is lack of clarity. And I need that. And so the people then who need me find me because everything that I show up at all basically says the same thing. People know a confused mind doesn't buy. And when we have too many irons in the fire and we focus too heavily on monetization differentiation, right? Oh, I've got this course or this keynote or this program or this or this or this, but you don't really know who you are what you, what makes you different than everybody else. And you can draw it, draw it. Then what happens is the marketplace, they may like you, they may be attracted to you, but are they magnetized to you? And will they take action on what you're offering? They won't do that until they absolutely have crystal clarity about how you're going to solve their problem. That's true. That is so true. That is so true. So what are strategies then do you implement to overcome your challenges? Because I know you've got challenges. And stay <laughs> on your journey towards business success as a crystallizer. So what, what have I done to overcome my challenges? Is that yeah. the question? Yeah. Well, that, uh, that's a, a big question and a good one. I will say that when my challenges come in my life, what I uh, do is lean into uh, my mindfulness practice. So I am a meditator. I sit outside frequently just to be out in nature and get away from the machines. Uh, I, uh, you know, will dance. I will dance uh, like th almost therapeutic uh, you know, ecstatic dancing I have done for many years to just move out some of the, you know, negative energy and some of the stagnant energy and some of the negative emotion that I might be feeling. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have a whole toolkit. In fact, just right here, uh, Shola doing this podcast, I have a little rose essential oil that I use that when I feel my stress levels just getting up, I will just take a little bit of that rose oil and just kind of put it, you know, put it on me a little bit. And, and those, and I've got rosemary in 
from our garden, you know, in my hand right now, (laughs) taking a beautiful sniff of rosemary. So to me, how do we handle challenges? The more you can add to your toolkit and the more that you can go into that toolkit every single day, the healthier and more balanced you'll be. And your energy will stay up. Like for me, my energy is this way. All you know, this is how I show up, and how I show up at this level of uh enthusiasm, passion, presence, awareness is because I am relentless about energy management about myself and what I can do. Uh, the countless ways that I can make sure that I'm uh staying as mindful and as uh healthy as possible. Wow, thank you. Well, aren't you lucky? You have a whole lot of stuff in your name that you use. So keep your energy up. <laughs> yeah, I do. I Well, you know, I mean, your podcast mission to ex- inspire, that is my mission. My mission is to inspire. Uh, I inspire uh, transformation through the crystallization work that I do. But every time I, I, I really try to live by it, I really try to live by when I show up to something, am I going to fully show up and shine my light and, uh, and touch a heart? Right. And when I can touch a heart, then I can help them with their businesses too. But it all starts on a very deep level of connecting, right? One to one, because this is what life is really about. It's really about people finding their humanity and their unity together and connecting heart to heart. Thank you so much. So, this is bringing us to a close. But before we go, any inspirational advice? My advice to your listeners is the next time that something amazing happens to you, which you're at a networking event or a happy hour or uh, on an airplane or anything like that, and you get on a great conversation with someone about what you do and how you shine in the world, find a napkin, find a cocktail napkin and try to doodle out, strategically doodle out what makes you different than everybody else. How can you create something memorable on a cocktail napkin? And if you need any help and you want to get some inspiration uh, to be able to do it, please visit TeresaRose.com slash clear, and you will get a complimentary access to the, the, the process that I do to crystallize brands and businesses. Thank you. There is something you said you were going to uh, talk about to my listeners. Um, because on your website, I think there's something about it's the steps. Yes, that's it. That's it. The 10 steps. That's the crystallization. You got it. The 10 steps to clarify, amplify, and monetize your brand and business. That's the crystallization process that you'll get when you go to TeresaRose.com slash clear. I promise it will be uh, filled with inspiration and insight, and maybe it'll just be the nudge you need to be able to put that brilliance on the cocktail napkin. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you so much. You've given us brilliant ideas, brilliant tips, things that I personally don't know about before, but I have to now go research and um, see if I can start implementing those. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, Shola, the reason why it's so important to be on a cocktail napkin is because opportunity knocks when we least expect it. And so when you can be prepared to have a napkin conversation of your brilliance, then you can leverage those opportunities that show up when you least expect them. Thank you so much. Thank you for that tip. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to share? 
I don't think so. It was a lovely conversation. And, and again, I appreciate you being able to be a voice of inspiration because I feel at the end of the day, when we all can find that light within us and we can shine it brightly, we are going to inspire everybody else around us. Thank you so much. And until next time, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from Teresa. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on Mission to Inspire. Subscribe if you have not already done so. Like, comment, leave a message. Let's stay connected. Let's jointly inspire the world.